Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU. Welcome to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender, and music that knows no boundaries of sex, gender, or genre. We acknowledge very much that we are broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants and pay respects to elders past and present, and. Acknowledge our LGBTIQ plus Indigenous elders, including sister girls and brother boys, for their unique contributions to diversity on and around the land. And welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. Well, um, it's a very double special day. The main special reason, of course, is that by the way the calendar falls, today is November 20th. It is Trans Day of Remembrance a very important day on the trans calendar year and um, we acknowledge the solemnness of that day and think about those who have lost but I do say we and I did play the commitments with Andrew Strong Mustang Sally because I'm joined in the studio by um, well the one and only Sally Conning so today it is the S1 and S2 show welcome (laughs) to the 3CR microphones S2 thank you Sally S1 I've just done a little happy dance as you sing Mustang Sally because I do little happy dances everywhere these days. It's a good thing to be, and we—I was—I've th- been thinking about this a lot during the week. I mean, let's not um, just to um, put everyone in the picture in case there are people listening for the first time. We welcome you. I do want to say, of course, you can get in touch with the program by in lots of ways by email out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. You can text six one four zero one zero seven eight nine eight one. Um, you can email, um, we've done that one, you can tweet at Sal Gold Said So, and that's the bottom line, or look for me or the three, uh, the Out of the Pan Facebook page. But, um, yeah, um, just to put people in the picture, Trans Day of Remembrance um, started in 1999 after the 1998 still unclosed murder case of Rita Hester, a trans woman in San Francisco, USA, and we acknowledge those we have lost. Now, it does primarily apply to hate crimes, but I also do think it can apply to those we lost um, due to those who sadly took their own life or those maybe who we lost because they needed more alcohol and other substances to cope. We acknowledge it's a difficult day, so I would immediately remind people of the Q-Life services, which incorporate switchboard here in Victoria, one eight hundred one eight four five two seven, And we, we want to talk about it um, and what it means to both of us and particularly on this day, welcome comment into the show from trans and gender diverse people and allies about what it means, S2. For me, when I, I've, I'm 65 now. I didn't come out till I was 58. A young girl <laughs> finding a way in life, listening to the elders of the community, B 
being misled by some, mm. eventually finding out via Seals Victoria what TDOR meant, what the day was about, and, and Greer, the president, and myself represented Seahorse at a wide gender event in South Yarra. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I realised this was a day. It just wasn't another day. It was the day. Mm. And I think since then I've chased and I've tracked down every TDOR event I could possibly go to for my own well-being. And I think we need to remember those who have gone before us. A lot have gone before us and some haven't made the journey. Some of us will make the journey forever and I think we just need to stop, pause, think. And I, and I wrote on Facebook earlier today, it's TDOR, a time to reflect, a time to think of where you are. Yeah. Oh, look, utterly agree. And I mean, it's, I'm with you. It's impossible on a day like this where you do think about those um, trans and gender diverse people who have gone before us on many levels, both the publicly known and the personal. And I suppose too come to mind the late Zoe Bell after whom the Zoe Bell Gender Collective mm. is named um, and we lost her too early due to mental health issues but also um, when I think of those we may and I don't know exactly but Jenny Phillips who was around in the early 2000s who had a wicked sense of humour um, and did so much for Transgender Victoria and the Anti-Violence Project of Victoria but Jenny um, often quoted an Australian music legend John Farnham and we're not going to live in silence we're not going to live in fear and I think they're good words to remember mm. on this day and on a lighter note John Farnham with that long hair do you think he really is cisgender or not? <laughs> <laughs> I've quite often listened to those words and people say oh John Farnham well I can't be much of a song I said if you would listen to those words it is a protest song mm. we must make a noise to be heard and we need to make a bigger noise so that we can be heard properly, not only for just trans people out there enjoying their life like crazy me doing happy dances in supermarkets. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm getting a name for it. Um, But we need to be making a bigger noise for the trans people who are afraid to come out of their houses, out of their homes, out of Mm. wherever they are living, be it a a flat, a bungalow, a car, wherever, who have the mental health issues well on top of their life. So there's a lot of stuff. And that song summed it up. We we must make a loud noise. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, look, um, I agree with that one. And one of my other favourite John Farnham songs is Days to Come, which sort of taps into people like Martin Luther King Mm. and all those sorts of people. I, I think that... In that sense, for what it's worth, he can be underrated. But they certainly send messages to us, and mm. you know, it's a it's a challenge. And I mean, I, you know, we're mingling stories here, but I'll just go with my gut, so to speak. You know, you said you came out seven years ago, so you lived fifty eight years trying to do the wrong gender. It might sound <laughs> obvious, but um, do you want to talk about that a bit and just how how I, that was? Or I would put it as fifty eight years with a big secret. Mm. And I've been talking. I had a few discussions with some friends with about that over the last few days. And why why am I an introvert now? Is was I built this barrier around myself mm. to keep myself quietly 
in the mm. background of everything. I've come out, I was quiet when I came out, and I made mention of um, being told by elders the wrong story. I live in one thaggy, and as soon as you say one thaggy, people think coal mines, redneck, homophobia, phobia, transphobia. And at Seahorse Victoria one night, one of the elders of the, of the group, where do you live, Sal? Oh, I live in one thaggy. Oh, be so careful down there. It's homophobic, transphobic and redneck. And it took me from that moment five years to actually get the nerve to walk out in my own town. Mm. I've only just changed my name legally. I'm living as myself all the time. I hate those words, full-time. We're all full-time at life. I'm now living full-time as myself, living myself all the time. And I've come to realise that I was told a big no-no, bit of BS, and I would, if that woman was still alive, I would walk up to her and call her on that. If you're going to be an elder of anything, you must tell the truth, but you must tell it in a caring way, where I was just harshly said, be very careful, and it was so wrong. I walk around town all day, and as I said earlier, I do happy dances in the supermarket, and the girls at the supermarket just say, oh, God, sell, stop. <laughs> so, but 58 years of being not myself, the tentative step to coming out, um, hormone therapy started that near five years ago. I'm totally comfy with myself, and people now tell me to shut up where I wouldn't say boo at one stage, so mm. that's me. I think there's, there's God, there's mountains in what you've said to unpack. And I think that it's a challenge that we have within the community. And it's not just an intergenerational age thing. It is, you know, we'll just say generations in a very general mm. sense of that word. And I, there was some research done by the fab Henry Von Duser up at the Bouverie Centre on families. And some young people said, look, we don't want to hang around some of the older trans people because they're gloomy and negative. Now, let's look at that. I understand what older trans people have been through. I'm 51. I'm in the, we'll say, the middle bracket. I'm allowed to call myself the middle-aged chick of the trans community because I can. Um, But um, I understand that that would be gloomy for younger people who have had less. But I hope younger people, um, and I think so, I think a fair few do understand that it has been tougher going for middle and senior trans people. So it's how we hold space without dragging each other down. Mm. That's the challenge. And I think that I agree with you that what that trans older woman said was probably not, it would not helpful and put you off. And mm. I've had that in a way myself, um, not so much on going out, but on other things. I remember many years ago an older trans woman said, um, and this, I'm, I'm going to give a... a small trigger warning for, we'll say, surgery, supremacist, transphobia. She said, cowards don't have the operation, are you a coward? And I knew I never really needed surgery, yet that really threw me off track for a long time. And I had... Cowards don't need surgery. Yeah, horrible. And so I had, well, I'll call it internalised non-operative phobia (laughs) for a long time. And I think that's a really sad thing. So we need to try to hold space for each other, which is tough going when we do face stuff, but sometimes we've got to find find the way to do it, yeah. I'm just amazed at that statement. Yeah. Cowards have surgery. Don't have it. I don't have it. Yeah. That's nothing to do with being a coward. It's your dysphoria is that great that you're either going to have to have your surgery or not be with us. Yeah. 
What, what, where's the coward in that? It was a very judgmental statement, yeah. but it was said in a way at the time, like what happened to you, it can yeah. be the tone of voice that people use that throws people off. So we need to hold space for each other regardless of our bodies, our identity, our expression, our age, our, and many other factors, which I want to talk about a bit. And although it's radio, people can't see the T-shirt that I'm proudly <laughs> wearing about the Kunga, um, yeah. which I'm... Our fearless commissioner has been posting Kunga all weekend. Ah. So she's been partying hard with the sister boys. Sister, oh, I can't even <laughs> say that. I am that yeah. tired from running around. Damn, I just drank all my coffee or I would have given you some. <laughs> <laughs> I need a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's out there promoting this at the moment. And, yes. And we're talking about the younger people not wanting to to hang with us I can understand the generation gaps but when I, do, when I do a lot talking at a lot of groups now I've got over the telling them the Sally story I know it too well to worry about it so much I'm going into the history I said do you guys know what Ida Hobbit Day is do you know what Transgender Day of Remembrance is and you just get blank looks back at you so I'm now actually te- trying to teach the young people the history and I said do you know what the Stonewall Uprising was about some people call it riots. I think it was an uprising. The, the, the start yeah. of the movement was an uprising. And they go, no. I say, do you know who started that? And I go, no. And I say, don't ever watch the Stonewall movie. It no. That was, was a white, cisgender whitewash. I said, the f- people who actually resisted the police first, and I can't think of their names, Re- Rivera... Sylvia Rivera? Uh, yeah, Sylvia. I hope I've got that. Please correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> listeners but of any But they gender. were some of the people that... Th- I think one of them is actually uh, qu- quoted as saying, I threw the first shot at the Stonewall. She actually threw a shot glass at the mirror saying, I've had enough of this. Young people know nothing of the history. Do the young people know about the Tasty Nightclub raid, which is, brings up a lot of bad memories for a lot of people. Yeah. I acknowledge that. I've got friends who are still scared of police because of it. Um, do people know that up until 1999, and you and I have mentioned this before, that it would have been illegal for you and I to walk around the streets like we dress now? And well, this is history. Thing. Yeah, I think we have to... I'm, I'm a great believer, and this comes from both rainbow stuff, but also someone of Jewish background... Mm. We have to be aware of history. We just can't be anchored down by it. We have to be, hold space for it and learn from it and keep being motivated by it to make sure we minimise the chance of it happening again as much as possible. And I think I had it right, Sylvia Rivera, yep. um, born July 2, 51. Um, sadly, no longer with us, February 19, 2002. Um, I'm older than her. Ah, Both elders, um, <laughs> regardless of where you are now so look i agree i think we need to have more intergenerational conversations to facilitate understanding we need conversations and safe spaces where people can say things but find ways to do it respectfully so we can be heard i you know i wanted i might talk about that we might just need to have a quick music moment um so we'll come back and talk about that how do we move forward we know what all the issues are i think how do we try to resolve them let's have a chat about that please let's have your comments in on facebook or by all the other means while we listen to a fantastic um pan musician jesse paradox and a track called frontier 3cr 855 am digital 3cr.org.au and on demand out of the pan with s1 and s2 on trans day of remembrance 
Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Paul Miller, a.k.a. DJ Spooky, straight out of New York City. I'm checking in with Australia on 855 on your AM dial. And remember, community radio is subscription-sponsored, and I think it's incredibly important to, to always remember that it's a different perspective. Check it. Community radio now and beyond. Strawberries, cherries, and an angel's kiss in spring. My summer wine is really made from all these things. We are so lucky at 3CR. Artisan winemaker extraordinaire Luke Lambert has given us some wine to share with you. It's $15, folks. That's a major bargain. There's Shiraz, Chardonnay and Rosé, and you can drink it all summer long and toast 3CR. Call us on 94198377, or you can go to the 3CR website and look for the 3CR shop. Cool, that sounds easy. So are we posting it out? No, you've got to come into the station. Just make sure you come in before the 23rd of December. Awesome. It's going to be perfect for those hot summer days. Strawberries, cherries, and an angel's kissing spring. Luke Lambert is a 3CR supporter. 3CR, 855amdigital3cr.org.au. And we heard prior to the messages from Jesse Paradox and Jesse's album and Frontier. Check out Jesse Paradox on the web or on Facebook, a great trans-gender diverse musician from the northwest of the USA. So um, is my guest is Sally Conning, um, S2, I'm S1 for the purposes of today, <laughs> and wear these Sally's in pyjamas, white. I, I'm not, and I do want to say very seriously, I'm very proudly and humbly wearing a shirt that I just got this morning. I had the... I'm still very moved to be asked to be at the... Um, the Kunga, the gathering of sister girls and brother boys that's happening here in Melbourne this weekend as someone who is not of an original inhabitant, I really, really feel humbled to wear this and I've got my... Um... <laughs> Aboriginal design. You've got your Aboriginal design dress on and I've got my Kunga t-shirt on and even though I haven't had a chance and it's coming up to 30 degrees outside Celsius in Melbourne, I've got my Y-gender Love Your Trans t-shirt on underneath. <laughs> One will have to come off. <laughs> One will have to come off, otherwise I'll be rushing down to a store for some deodorant. But um, seriously, we were talking about this um, just during while Jesse's music played and the messages played. Getting out there, you know, we know what all the issues are. Um, health, health, inclusive health generalist and specialist, documentation. Got to mention that later in the program. Please send your prayers to the, make sure we get birth certificate reforms in Victoria this week. Um, all that sort of stuff. Um ending exemptions to anti-discrimination law, and this is a particularly Australian context, but what else do we do? You know, we were touching on this while, while the music was playing. What's it about? You know, you've been, you, know, you were telling me a lot about what you do, what does, and what, what's the gist of that? People put me down as a crazy chick because <laughs> of, of all the miles I drive. Well, I suppose since Tuesday I've driven from home to Morwell to Terrelgan, from home to Northcote, from home to Essendon, from home to Bendigo, Eagle Hawk, and back again. Why? I'm just having a vision of the roadmap, and it reminds me of the Duck Dodgers cartoon about 
how they have to get yeah. to Planet X. But anyway. Yeah. Basically, Tuesday night I went to Alphabet Soup where we held a yep. uh, a small TDOR memorial where I gave a short short talk and we lit candles and acknowledgement to elders of the Alphabet Soup fraternity. Uh, Wednesday... I'm so lost I can't even remember what I did half of the <laughs> Wednesday I was in Morwell for Latrobe Community Health. They're starting a, a GLBTI, or as I now call it, the LGBIT, mm-hmm. which is ladies first, don't forget the other bits. <laughs> and I said that in front of our dear commissioner the other day and she just sort of went, hmm, okay, that's Sally saying that. We'll, 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 we'll let that fly. Oops. Um, then I went down to Tarragon as part of Switchboards Out and About as a volunteer and I sat and had a chat with a, a trans girl who's in a nursing home, sort of partially isolated through movement, had an hour and t- stuff talking to her about gardening and what's going on in the world and meeting some of the staff where she works who are so trans-friendly, it's unbelievable. It was just high cell. Nothing else about it. It was just high cell. We have we're looking after your girl for you and blah blah. Uh, Thursday, I didn't drive very far on Thursday. I stayed in Monthaggy, the local community house, and I had been working together. And we had a understanding diversity lunch, where we six of us just sat around a table eating while I was talking. I don't know how they managed to eat with me talking, but they did. That's my crazy. You said I've got a whoosh. <laughs> Hang on, but we, you obviously didn't get a chance to eat then, no? I was eating. As long as you weren't talking with your mouth full, that's no, bad news. No, but seriously. I, no. um, as everyone knows, we've all had council elections. I had gone along and rattled the cage at the local uh, Meet Your Candidates night, asked them straight out as I stopped in the room, what are you doing for me and the GLBTI community? Eight of them responded in a positive, and uh, one guy, who I will add, didn't make the cut and is not a councillor. Oh, ha, ha. Yeah. Another happy dance. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) And I do a lot of happy dances for stuff like that. Um, He addressed me as, council do not have to do anything for the GLBTI community. It is not our job. If you want to do something, form a club. (laughs) I'm trying to pregnant pause here with expression, which you can't see on radio. But one of the new councillors from a different ward within Bass Coast, where I live, was actually at my diversity chat. And he said to me straight out, Sally, that was the Friday night on the Saturday morning. I had heard about it at the far end of Western Port. I'm in one thing. The far end of Western Port is Grantville up through to Jam Jarrett, which is halfway to Melbourne. Yeah. And he said he had heard that comment from council-elects on Phillip Island. So this guy's stupid words, which I nearly jumped in for, because mm. I was going to ask, what about the rest of the people? Do they need to form a club? And if he'd said, no, they're right, I would have said, that's a bit naughty-naughty and waved the big mm. stick at him. So he didn't get in. So I've done that big talk. I've got four of the local councillors on side. The three I voted for got in at the announcement day. They all came rushing up and said, hi, we're definitely going to do what we can for you and the community. 
So I tagged Row Allen and Daniel Whithouse in a post about that and said, I know where you're going to park your bus next month. <laughs> <laughs> and say, so, come to Gippsland. We've got the community health service. We've got Bass Coast. Uh, where are we? Thursday. Thursday afternoon I drove to Essendon to Mooney Valley City Council as part of their GLBTI reference group. Mm. Uh, i have to think again. Friday I was part of a health forum, Diversity Within Diversity, hosted by and emceed by Ro Allen, and it was about diversity. There was a few gay guys gave up and gave their talks. One guy, Dr Eric, gave a big discussion on uh, living HV positive. Mm-hmm. And then this crazy chick got up and told her story. I told them in such a way that I normally wouldn't tell them. I gave them the nitty-gritty graphics that they needed to hear as health workers. I told them about a meme that's basically said, I'm not going to die as the sweet old lady. I'm going to be the one that says, oh, hell, oh, crap, what's she doing now? And I ended up with my half hour with, how are you going to integrate with me I'm not changing. I threw it at them that they have to integrate their services to understand us and work with us, not us going back into a closet when we get into nursing homes. <laughs> uh, from there, Saturday, that was... I've gone all over the Gippsland side of the state and up and through Melbourne Central Business District. Yesterday, good friend Tina Healy, Gender Diversity Australia, and I went to Bendigo where we met a beautiful young man, Jacob who runs Fab CV, which is, he told me what it is, friends about Bendigo or something like that, Central so. Victoria, yep. something like that. Mm-hmm. And we talked about trans issues in, with this young guy sitting in a cafe in the beautiful sunshine in the main shopping centre of Bendigo. And guess what, folks? No one looked at us. Be yourself. No one cares. They're busy rushing around getting their own coffees before it gets 50 degrees in the shade in Bendigo this time of year. And we're going back to Bendigo next year. We're going to do a couple of mini meets with trans people if we can get them from out of the underground. Not the mine shaft underground, but yeah. the trans community up there is underground, quietly going around its business. That's been my week. I've done over 1,300 kilometres out of my own pocket if anyone's out there with some funding expertise, funding for a few volunteers, there's S1 and S2 could do with a bit of it. Thank you. <laughs> we could always do with it. Yeah, I think if I were listening to everything you've said, there's a lot in there that, but if I had to put a gist on it, it seems like you've got to be out there. And I think that I do see a lot of trans people, they sit around and talk about all the problems on Facebook and all the rest of it, but they don't actually really get out there and do it. And if you do it in a way that balances... I always have a there's I always explain this passive is I lose you win aggressive is I win you lose if you do it in an assertive way which is win win you put your case across assertively fairly respectfully but say this is the you know benefits for you and you know pitch it in the right way it can make a difference and that's what you're out there doing and people then just go oh you are a person comma who happens to be transgender we can integrate that as you say um, and make it part of the whole and I 
I'm, I'm having my mind's a bit overloaded, so I can't remember if I talked about this. I, I did mention it on Facebook, but I don't think I mentioned it on the show last week. I had a wonderful training session a few weeks ago with the city of Yarra and their leisure team. And so leisure team running swimming pools, changing rooms. Oh, no, you can be, hear all the fundamentalist Christians out there doing backflips and, you know, reaching for their rosary beads. And polishing the crosses. Polishing the crosses. <laughs> and so I decided to discuss this with them, and the way it was responded to was just, well, if a trans person came up to us and we thought they were trans, you know, and had reasonable reason to believe that, and they looked a bit nervous, and, you know, they're just coming for a casual session at the swimming pool, and you'd say, oh, have you been here before? No, well, we've got changing rooms um, up the other end. I can show you around if you like. Um, and then we've got male, female, and we've got gender neutral, which includes families in case dad turns up with seven-year-old daughter and they need to get changed together. Which one would you like? And they said then said brilliantly, that person might be someone who might be coming casually, but they might want to be become a permanent member. As a customer, we're doing the right thing. I just thought, how brilliant is that? They're That's integrating... Awesome. Um, the trans stuff is part of good customer service. That's just like top marks. It's not that flapping hard. <laughs> no, it's not hard. Yeah. We've just got to change the thinking of the yeah the people that push the pens, which tick the papers, which adds up to they've got the figures on the on the piece of paper that says we're doing a good job. The good jobs aren't really bits of paper with ticks and numbers on them. The good jobs are like you said, down at the coalface, Showing people around, being helpful. I don't think it's being accepting. It's just being acknowledging that the person is a person. Yeah, it's about treating the person as an individual, as mm. part of the whole. Um, you put the two together and you get you know, sort of a very powerful, positive outcome. And really it's just about having the details to say, well, you know, I acknowledge there's people out there who don't know that they don't know. And when we work with them to get them to a point that past they know that they don't know to they know that they know, we get a win-win outcome. <laughs> sorry, did that, sorry, you haven't had coffee, have you? I haven't had coffee. And all the no-nos in there, they're the, I, I shook my head. Yeah. You can't see me. I haven't, I've got the face for radio, believe me. <laughs> it must be something about Sally's. No, look, it, it's doable. And I think we've just got to get out there in the right way. I've got to tell a story from a few years ago. I got called out to, I'll just say, an organisation. I'll keep de-identify it. And on the phone, they said, look, we're getting more trans people. We're not sure how to deal with this. And I've heard this a few times. And then when you get to meet them face-to-face, they go, look, we had a trans, I'll say, client, and we still weren't sure. And I said, okay, let's go off the record. And they go, they go, yeah. And I said, let me guess. The trans person said, these forms of stuff, you people are a pack of bigots. We've got a huge problem. Fix it. Now, that's not going to help them. <laughs> I understand why people are hurting in our community. You know, I understand people face huge difficulty. That's why we're sitting here on the 20th of November talking about it. But we also have to find solutions. And also within our own communities, some of the things we touched on earlier, we need to hold space for each other um, better. We need conversations about that. So I think on that point, we've got more music. Um, One trans person who does amazing things with her particular space is Jade Starr, musician. And on Trans Remembrance Day, well, I think trans people, trans and gender diverse people are awesome. You just made me remember the guest artists of my first Transgender Day Remembrance service. Of course. Jade Star and Paige Phoenix. That's right. Back in, it was at Grattan Gardens Community Centre yeah, a few years ago. Yeah, that's the place. Yeah, down in yep. Paran. I yep. do remember that one. It was a great gathering organised by Y Gender. And remind me to mention that they have one later today. 
um, that we've got to give details on. So let's have a listen to Jade Star, and appropriately because trans and gender diverse people are awesome, Supergirl Syndrome, 3CR855AM Digital, 3CR.org.au, Out of the Pan on Trans Day of Remembrance with S1 and S2, Sally and Sally. 3CR855AM Digital, 3CR.org.au, Out of the Pan with S1 and S2, Sally Goldner and Sally Conning on this very important day, Tidor, how we get out there and, and do it. It's not easy. And I just, I do want to acknowledge something that, you know, look, um, it's been obviously, it, you know, um, we'll say on the, I'll say that the noise we've heard all year, um, it's been hard to be super girls or super boys or super any gender when we hear some of the nastiness we've heard all year from certain voices. But as, you know, You've been saying, Sally, I think there are lots of people out there who, you know, are just quietly getting, or trans people getting on with their lives, but also allies who do want to do the right thing. And I want to say one thing, part of my trans T-Door season, Friday I managed to, I was fortunate enough to get to, um, an, a, we'll say an event um, put on by ANZ's diversity team. Now I know there's people in our communities who are cynical of the corporate sector and even on, on this station they would be. But fair, fairness where it's due, to my knowledge, that is the first time a corporate in Victoria has acknowledged TDOR. I'm not, there may have been, you know, I'm happy to be corrected. And if there are others that have happened around Australia at any time, let us know. But I think that's a positive sign that people are willing to, you know, do that work and build bridges. So they're there. Um, yesterday was a great community conversation run by Marie August and Kerry. Only a few of us there, and but I think people had lots of excuses because there was the refugee rally on, so people were probably at that. Today, as I said, I was down at the Kunga, which I'm eager to hear what, um, what comes out of that and how I can be a better ally to our sister girls and brother boys, and then hmm. more happening. I was coming here today, and they've got Johnson Street blocked off at Nicholson. Because of the fiesta. Fiesta, and as I was looking at my nice... Aboriginal Indigenous design, I should say, dress. I could hear didgeridoos and things coming off the stage. So, it, and it was starting to pack out. So that's a, that's a good thing. I was thinking we should go down there and wave for the for that for our trans friends in the Indigenous community. But yeah, well, look, I it was very moving this morning at the Tidor mm. ceremony I was at at the Kunga. Many emotional stories, but also lots of people you know, sort of saying, well, we can work through things. You know, we sit and we communicate and we connect and we listen. We say, well, okay, you've got a similar experience. Mine's a bit different. There was one story that moved me. A young brother boy got up and said that, unfortunately, he was thrown out of his Indigenous community when he came out. But he said he found community again. And it did remind me when the Mm. first Pride Shabbat service was on two years ago here in Melbourne, how I found a reconnection really that I hadn't felt to that degree to my Jewish origins so if we keep talking we keep connecting we keep communicating and try to do it in a way that's respectful to each other we can work through it and i think it's awesome that there were didgeridoos at the spanish fiesta yeah. hashtag diversity diversity Yay. within diversity in diversity yeah. which is becoming a common um, tag for uh, forums and conferences now the one i was at on friday it was diversity within diversity that was Casey again, wasn't Casey, it? Casey, yeah. yeah. Well, there's an issue. I mean, two years ago, there was, well, one minority, well, I, I'll try to keep it polite, I'll say a councillor with some anti-GLBTI views 
who thankfully got howled down. And look, um, Casey, as you know, we often hear, you know, as a general rule, five years ago, you'd say oh, inner suburbs are more GLBTI friendly than middle and outer and regional. I think that's breaking down. And Casey, to their credit, um, said, well, hang on, no, councillor, that's what you're saying is not on on any level, legally, practically, humanly. Um, and look, they're um, doing great stuff down there. So they had Casey Council, Casey Health, Monash Health, and representatives from DHHS, as they are now. That's they are, as some people say, as they are this week. <laughs> I can't keep They are still up. the same people. With like yep. Health and I can't remember what the H and H mean now, but so... But it is happening, and all we can do is be a part of these things, put our hand up and say, hey, we are prepared to talk. And it's been acknowledged to me by, I would have to say, an elder of the trans community that 99.99% will just sit there and keyboard warrior, won't get off their hands, won't get off their bottoms, (laughs) because I usually say harsher words, but... They won't do a thing and they just scream, we want, we need, what are you going to do about it? The few of us who are doing stuff, and I keep reminding people on Facebook, one day the Sallys, the Brendas, the Tinas, and there are so many others, I just can't think of names at the moment, we're going to stop because we we need to for our own sanity and health. Where are the next generation of people jumping up and down coming from? Because they're not out there learning from us at the moment either. Well, look, I will challenge you a bit on that because mm. we've got Georgie Stone out there. Oh, yeah, the younger generation. What about, And I hear a lot from the people in their 30s and 40s saying, there's stuff for the young people, there's minus 18, there's Y gender. For the older people, you are so safe and you are out there doing stuff. What's going to happen for us? What What's happening for the middle age groups? And I just say to them, start something. And they go, yeah. oh, no, we can't do that. So where do, you, where, where do you start? Where do you finish? And I acknowledge Georgie is a beautiful girl and I've had a quick chat with her at that trans in trans family workshop yeah beautiful girl doing a marvelous job good luck to her well yeah look people like georgie stone and who I've, we've got to say won an anti-defamation league award during the week mm. um, as well as all the other stuff so i've got to say personally i just say this georgie has been the highlight of my year as an advocate and as a person um and of other young people um you know, as um, as well, Margot Fink and Cannon and Eric and all those people. But I, yeah, maybe there is a gap in the middle. Maybe there, maybe there's we've just had an on-air strategic planning session, and we've <laughs> got to find out how we how we you know turn that what is it in terms of SWOT analysis? We we turn the weakness and threat into opportunity and strength. But I feel we can do. You know, we've just got to work out a way. If we stop, if we give up trying to think out answers, we're going to be in trouble. And I admit I don't have all the answers at the moment. Mm. God knows I'd like to have an answer to Donald Trump. Um, you know, there, There is one. Um, a TARDIS to the end of the universe? That'll nuke him before he nukes us. <laughs> well, that's, I think the TARDIS to the end of the universe just, is probably environmentally safer given that we're surrounded on this program by out of the blue at um, 11.30 yeah. till noon, who I forgot to acknowledge. Um, Very and, true. That's and my freedom per- of species from I'll, 1 till 2. <laughs> I will say that is my personal thought. Yes. Um, <laughs> to clarify. It is it is tempting. <laughs> Um, but yeah, look, we, I wish I had the answers. I don't have every, you know, we don't all have answers instantly. Sometimes we have to reflect and ponder and, and we ponder and communicate. And there was a great 
community conversation, as I said yesterday, there was only about seven of us there in the end, but we did, you know, it did help to shift a bit, I think, and, you know, don't have answers yet, but we might have to, let's say, reframe how we get our message across to communicate in the thinking of the times, but we don't have to give up. We can't say it's impossible, and I don't think we will, and I think that links very strongly to the theme of Tidor around the world, difficult as the challenges might be, Mm. and as you said on Facebook this morning, for whatever challenges we're facing here in Australia, um, I still think back to the AIDS conference where we heard from people in other countries and just how difficult it was. Hmm. And so if we've got a strength and we keep putting our strength out there, it will connect. Better just do a couple of messages um, very quickly and then come back to the things what are coming up and then wrap it up and move out of here for freedom of species. So... Um, just a couple of messages, and then we will finish out of the pan on this Trans Day of Remembrance. 3CR 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au. Out of the pan with S1 and S2. Words out. Freedom of species has hit the airwaves. Tune in for debates and updates on both local and international animal protection news and events and learn about how you can live a cruelty-free, sustainable lifestyle. News, views and non-leather shoes. That's Freedom of Species, 1pm Sundays on 3CR. Authorised by the last few remaining kangaroos, Canberra. Bisexual Alliance is a non-profit organisation dedicated to raising awareness and supporting people who are bisexual, people who are multi-gender attracted, their partners and their families. Bisexual Alliance runs several monthly discussion groups in and outside of Melbourne to offer support, a safe space to chat about your experiences and to explore others' experience of multi-gender attraction. These groups are for bisexuals, those who are questioning and their loved ones. For more information, visit bi-alliance.org or email Info at by-alliance.org. 3CR 855am digital 3cr.org.au on Tidor strategic planning despite whatever difficulties the day that, that means we are going to keep moving forward because if we don't move forward we're stuck. Um, just some things coming up. Well, we just heard by Alliance. Um, the by discussion group is on this Tuesday. Noting a different venue because um, we had a double booking. We're at the Lord Newry this month on Brunswick Street. Um, and there will be one also on on the 27th of December, um, Holt Christmas Schmismas. It's our, we always have it on the fourth Tuesday and we've decided, well, people may have issues with family of origin as they do in our rainbow communities. So we'll give you some family of choice during the silly season. Um, keep an eye on our website and Facebook page. I say ours because I'm on the Committee of Bioalliance and um, for more information. Um, but before that, coming up this afternoon is um, another, t- and when I say another, it is great that there is another TDOR event, 5.30 at Drummond Street. Be there just a bit before for um, the event organised by the FAB crew at Ygender um, at 100 Drummond Street Trans Headquarters. I have read the promo on that and they will have a safe space base if you need to go and have a quiet moment any time during the ceremony which is another good thing to do I agree um, and I should just add once again if this day does bring up emotion for people the number for the Q-Life services around the country 1-800-184-527 it's a very powerfully emotional day 
um, but we hope that by bringing us together and talking about it safely, we can um, ease any negative emotion which you have a right to feel, but can be very powerful given what we all, 99.9% of us go through. So yeah, wide gender tonight, and then if... Um, well, my social media colleague at um, Transgender Victoria, Michelle, will poke me in the chest with a um, stiff forefinger if I don't mention the film night tomorrow night um, about at 6.45 at Hairs and Hyenas, um, um, showing Boy Meets Girl. You can get your tickets online or at the door. Um, see you there. And I already have my ticket. You have yes. a ticket. Thanks, S2, um, said the committee member of Transgender Victoria, who's making sure we get ticket sales declaring every conflict of interest or compatibility of interest possible. Um, other things that are coming up, it is Seahorses Cafe Night, I believe this Wednesday the 23rd. Um, Bet TV, as always, of which you were a star over three episodes very recently. Um, and, and very quietly, when they go digital, we are doing session four, five, and six. Ah, we, you heard it first on 3CR. <laughs> and it will be more, not my story so much as me talking, Leanne asking me questions. And when I mention a specific group like Minus 18, Y Gender, they will be searching for answers from them to insert into that interview because they will be digital. Ah, Community television, like community radio, is getting big sticks waved at it by those up in Canberra, Big House. Mm-hmm. Community television ceases at the end of this year. Uh, Bent TV are in big, big talks with Joy Radio, and it seems they will be joining forces so that Bent TV can run digital out of joy. So we will be online streaming sometime next year. All right, we'd better keep an ear and an eye on that situation so because we need our queer media of all sorts. Um, and also, yeah, thanks to... I know Joy are doing a special for Tidor today too, so good on you to Michelle over there. The award-winning Michelle, who I have to say gave a very fantastic speech um, on Friday as well. Um, the Anxiety Group is on next Saturday at Drummond Street for trans and gender diverse people, trans family next Saturday afternoon. Um, and then FTM Shared is next Sunday and the Polyvic Social, preceded by their AGM, is on next Sunday as well. So lots happening over the next week in the community. Very quickly, um, I'm away for the next two weeks, so I'll be pre-recording things for everyone. Um, a fabulous conversation that happened earlier this year with brother boy Kai Clancy, myself, Fury and Margot Fink, um, facilitated by the fabulous Clementine Ford at the Retreat Hotel. So I'll mm. be rocking those two up for you over the next two weeks because I'm off to Bangkok for the Ulga conference, which is very cool. exciting. I've just but, got my data allowance back so I can stream them. Yay. <laughs> cool. So... Um, We've got to get out of here and make way for freedom of species. But just before we do, you had some thoughts for us, S2. My thoughts. The day is important. We must remember it. We must remember those we have lost. We must continue with what we are doing. We must continue with our life. I really think if we don't, they've been lost for nothing. Yeah. Brilliantly put. Better leave it there. I can't think of anything better to put it with, but given that you're a tired Sally S2 and want to go home, well, I, I couldn't believe it. Telepathy works from the cream of Eric Clapton. Lay down, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. Stay safe. Stay together on T-Door, everyone, transgender diverse family and allies, and I'll catch you 
um, pre-recorded next week. Be back live on uh, the 11th of December. Have a great day and week, everyone. Cheers. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.